0: You are now tuned in to the journey.
1: You walk with me, I walk with you. Together we face life, hand in hand, side by side. With Jesus, the mastermind. It takes faith, it takes a step to finish a thousand miles, but together. This is called the journey, a journey, the journey. This is called the journey, a journey. journey. This is called the journey, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? all is well and welcome back to the journey podcast with your host Karen Siam and your co-host Antonia Hundore. We thank God so much for a new day and a new week. Today is October 27th and this is episode 32 of the Journey Podcast, episode 7, season 2. <laughs> we are so thankful and so grateful to God for bringing us this far in our journey. It's been an amazing ride with everyone. We're just so grateful to God and so grateful to you. On last week's episode we did a uh, question and answers. It was really fun. It was fun. <laughs> special shout out to Leone once again for giving us those questions. They were Ooh. those were really really fun. And just another special shout out to, to Barbara. To Barbara
0: who's our, our incognito
1: director A <laughs> <laughs> single cast audio cast member. Yeah. Audience besides the camera girl <laughs> <laughs> who was here, you know, and she fed us with some knowledge in the midst of the show. It was fun. I enjoyed myself. And it was a light episode. It was just a very lighthearted episode considering what we're about about to 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 begin. Yeah. (laughs) And dive very deeply. Very, very deeply. Get ready, guys. (laughs) So let's get into it. If you've been tuning to the show, welcome back. Thank you so much for sticking with us through 32 episodes. However, if this is your first time listening and or watching The Journey podcast, let us tell you a little bit about the show. So The Journey is a Christ-based, Bible-based podcast that focuses on anything and everything that has to do with our lives in this generation, such as education, career choices, health, marriage, love, singlehood, everything. We talk about everything and anything that has to do with our lives in this generation. We try to find real life problems in this world and we look for real life solutions in God's word. So we can learn how to walk God's way because that's our slogan, guys. Walking God's God's way. way. (laughs) New episodes drop weekly every Tuesday at 3 p.m. on YouTube, which you're watching right now. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, make sure
0: that you like. Comment and subscribe, and make sure you also turn on those post notifications so that whenever you upload a new video, you get notified. We're also on TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.
1: Yes, we are. So make (laughs) sure you subscribe. Like she said, like, rate, share, review, and comment. We like to know how we're doing, and we love the feedback from you guys. Make sure that you do so. Oh, additionally, we're Uh also at www.ttjpodcast.com
0: <clears throat> There are a lot, lot of different features. features on there for you guys to use, like our birthday best page, our commentary page. You can post, like, you know how you how you think we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, and let us know how we're doing. You can also subscribe on the website and become a
1: member. Yes, this is you can become a member. Yeah, um, <laughs> we have a forum there, which we talk about the that shows on. Not commentary,
0: I'm not forum.
1: It's okay. <laughs> You guys understood it, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to do birthday best today. So get ready for our birthday segment. Birthday, birthday best. best. So since today is the last Tuesday of October, we are going to shout out all the October borns. So starting from the beginning, I'm literally scanning through my head who was born in October. It's very good at birthday. So if she forgets <laughs> you, it's not intentional. It's not intentional, guys. But happy birthday to one of my really close friends, Lucy. Next, happy belated birthday to Lawrence, Lawrence Che. God bless you wherever you are. We know that you're a big supporter of the journey. October 12 was my big sister's birthday, Nanama. Mrs. Lord. Wherever you are, happy, happy, happy belated birthday to you. We you know we already celebrated in grand style. <laughs> October 13th was Daisy, Daisy, a Japon's birthday. My sweet little princess, happy, happy birthday to you. October 14th, hey, wow. I know it was a like a like. <laughs> of birthdays. October 14th was my sister's husband. Um, Hey, your hu- husband in law. Anyway, <clears throat> brother in <Husband> law. <laughs> <all. laughs> October 14th was my brother Love's birthday. Happy, happy belated birthday to you, Brielle. You already know the connection that we have. And I'm so grateful to God for your life. Then the next day, which was October 15th, it was my dear, dear, dear sister Ashley's birthday. Woo-hoo. God richly bless you. You are such a light. Um, happy belated birthday to you. You're amazing. Happy, You're all so amazing. So amazing. But she's amazing. <laughs> happy belated birthday to Sister Quinster. She also had a birthday the week after Ashley's. Happy birthday to amazing. you. You're also amazing. <laughs> October <laughs> borns are just like amazing. Bomb. Yeah, <laughs> Y'all just, yeah. Y'all agree. Um, happy belated birthday also to, to my friend, Gabriel Kobe Dia, who I call my father. Happy belated birthday. He's, hey. He's the one who taught me dead, guys. So we just coming up soon. We're just coming up soon, so so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Happy belated birthday to my friend Kojo. God bless you. You've been a supporter for the Journey podcast. You are so amazing. So, you know, we're just wishing you a happy birthday. Happy belated birthday to King, who is in Ghana. Although in Ghana, he's like the one of our number one supporters as well. God richly bless you. Happy belated birthday to you. Happy belated birthday to my best friend. Kofi Ajin. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. You know, we've been close for more than 10 years now. We've, you know, you've always been a really good friend to mine. To eight. Jesus is loved. <laughs> Good friend to me. Wow. You've always been a very good friend to me, and I'm so grateful to God for your life. So happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday also to another good friend of mine, Questy Thompson. God richly bless you. May you celebrate this birthday in the name of Jesus. All Amen. and blessings. Last but not the least, happy belated birthday. To our camera girl's mom, Mama Esther Ayim. Happy, happy, happy belated birthday to you, mom. We love you so much. Thank you so much for giving us, Nana. we're so, so grateful to God for your life and for all the birthday people's lives. So happy belated birthday to everyone. We pray for long life and prosperity in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a very long segment. Oh. Very long segment. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay so next our segment the next segment is miss case music Ms. tips you almost said Monday. mondays <laughs> it's okay <laughs> so for today's miss case music tip we're going to give one last exercise prediction and we're going to move on to the next point which is the letter e in the acronym dead which means expression so we're going to talk about that i'm going to share a psa for praise and worship leaders and for congregants because this thing has been laid on my heart for like the past two weeks mm, congregants yes Wow. church that's members called. yeah congregants wasn't even new today <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly my song of the week so anyone who might be watching or listening this week who did not tune into last week's episode tune in but if you did it but if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't um, we began a new series for Miss K's music tips we are talking about dead so dead is something that was taught to me by my previous vocal coach Gabriel Kobe dia shout out to you once again he taught me that without these four components your music or your singing style will be dead so diction, um, sorry so dead stands for diction expression arrangement and dynamics. So last week we talked about diction. Like I said, diction is the style or the way that you express yourself through enunciation. I also said that it could also be referred to as enunciation. So if you're out there and your music director says enunciate, enunciate or dictate, this is what it means. Speaking well while singing. So I gave you guys exercises to try out, lip trills, the as well as Tongue twisters, like mommy made me mash my M&M's. I hope you guys worked on those because I know I did and it's gotten better. (laughs) But uh, my last exercise that I will give to you guys for diction is work on your vowels. You know, the vowels in the alphabet are (laughs) A, E, I, O, U. So you do exercises as A, -A 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 E, O, U, stuff like that to kind of make sure that your jaw is ready to sing last week. I said, What palette? <laughs> Make
0: mm, <laughs> your, your jaw is ready to
1: sing. Another trick that I'm going to show you is how to really, really sing with your your jaw area. Yeah, because so, I'm singing with my throat and it'd be hurting sometimes I'd be <laughs> feeling it like all
0: in here and I'm like, It
1: hurts because you constrict yourself. You're just like, blah, blah, blah. No. So, what you can do, how you know that you're opening your mouth wide widely enough to sing is there is this space that is right here, right? So, you put your hand there. And when you, when you open your mouth, this should your hand should go in, your finger should go in, so it should be like, so. <laughs> Not right behind the camera. <laughs> no, no, no. Right, like, right. You see where your ear is? Right here. Right here. Uh-huh. And then open your mouth wide. You see that? You, when your jaw moves, mm-hmm. your finger mm-hmm. goes in. That's how you should be singing. You shouldn't be singing like, God is good. He has done me well <laughs> on oh, my soul. Rise up and praise the Lord. No. Even with their addictions, even all. Exactly. You realize that you couldn't really hear what I was saying, what I was singing. Yeah, you heard me. But but if I sing with my, God is good, he has done me well, oh my soul, rise up and praise the Lord. Oh, is that do this? Huh? <laughs> is that what they be doing this? No, they put their finger in their ear so oh. that they hear themselves. Oh. That's another <laughs> trick, guys. If you can't hear yourself, put your finger in your ear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's that's how you know you realize that when I sang and like my jaw was F- fall it It fell. Thanks for helping me. You're man. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> my jaw <laughs> my jaw fell. You heard what I was saying clearly and heard my voice even a little more clearly. So that's another thing for diction. So what I like to do also last 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 tip I promise. What I like to do also is to combine the two um you know how we tr- said that we're going to work on our consonants the m the b the p do that with the vowels as well so instead of a e o u you can do ma me mi mo mu pa po poo. don't mm. laugh yeah <laughs> whoever's watching don't laugh <laughs> i wasn't gonna laugh you said that so i'm it's sorry i wasn't gonna laugh till you said that okay my baby bo boo so that's it for diction I think we might wait till move on to expression. We'll do that next week because this was actually longer than I anticipated. So God willing, next week, we are going to talk about expression, which is which is expression. So, <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in to Miss K's Music Tips. We're not done. My PSA. My PSA, guys, is not just for the praise and worship leaders. It's actually for the congregants. So I, I was actually having a conversation with um, Barbara last week, I believe, because <laughs> um, I was telling her how I felt at some points when we, we as praise and worship leaders were leading praise and worship and the congregants are not responding. Yes, we praise and we worship God, but we as, we as the people who are being led into praise and worship also have to be prepared because the praise and worship team spends time in their closets to prepare themselves in their secret their secret place with God. And they come here and spend hours to rehearse and put things together only to come and sing. And yes, we're worshiping God and our focus should be on him, but it's like a journey. I always say praise and worship leading is a journey. You're taking a group of people to a place you've already been. So you as a praise and worship leader, you've been in your secret place. You've been in that place with God. So now that when it's time for corporate worship, you're leading those people, everybody that is there, the congregants, you're leading them into that secret place with God that you've already been in. So it's kind of disheartening when you turn around and look back and the people that you're leading are just still standing there. You know, it's really disheartening. So this is my PSA to everybody. Like I myself, I'm I'm a congregant as well when I am not leading praise and worship. so. I think because I'm on the other side of it, as a congregant, I'm also aware of how I'm supposed to prepare myself before I come to church. I'm supposed to prepare my heart and say, God, whatever you want me to receive, I'm going to receive. You have to prepare your heart and be grateful, you know, be thankful. Praise and worship leaders shouldn't have to wind you all the time before you open your heart and say, oh, I'm going to worship God. Before you even enter the sanctuary, make sure that your heart is prepped to worship because that plus the praise and worship Team, their preparation combined makes an amazing encounter in God's presence. So guys, that's my PSA. Praise and worship leaders, keep doing what you're doing. It's not going unnoticed. God sees what you're doing. God knows your heart. Sometimes it's hard, especially when you do see that the congregants are, maybe they don't like a song that you sang. That's why they don't lift all their hands. Sometimes someone might be going through something. So that's where it's your job to let the Holy Spirit flow through you to minister to that troubled soul. How you do that? You let you open your. This how do they say? It? They say they you open your channel to tune into God's frequencies. Hmm. I'm I'm spinning. I'm spinning. Um, wow. What's it called? Mars. Mars. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> you. <laughs> Yes, you open your channels to tune into God's frequency. So sometimes you're leading praise and worship, and we will talk about this, the types of songs. I think we've talked about it before. Um, you know, sometimes You're leading praise and worship, and a random song will come into your spirit. Sometimes that's God giving you a song that will ease somebody's hurt. So, us as praise and worship leaders, we have to prepare ourselves extremely well. That's what I'm going to talk about for praise and worship leaders next week, God willing, um, how to prepare yourselves when it comes to praise and worship. And then also for the congregants, please make sure that before you come to church, it's not a routine that it's time. This is 10.30 a.m. where it's time to worship God. Make sure that before you even enter the sanctuary, your heart is ready to worship. Like I said, that plus the praise and worship leaders preparation combined makes a fire. Service. Okay. So that's it <laughs> from Miss K's music tip. I don't know why y'all laughing because I was actually very serious. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> it's just the way you executed it. Like Fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the way it Fire. came off it like Okay, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Move we'll that in there. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so th- that's my tip for praise and worship leaders. Lastly, my song of the week. I've been listening to Limo Blaze for Oh, oh wow! A couple of weeks now. it's yeah. been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. So the song is Rally. called "For Me" by Limo Blaze. Limo Blaze needs to cut me a check, check a check, because I'm like promoting his music. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, as I really love it. It's really, really nice. Um, it's you know not the type of song I will listen to because it sounds too Afrobeaty. But I love the words. It's He pretty much says, if my God is for me, then who can be against me? What can stand against me? How dare the thing stand against me? Because God is for me. It's a really nice song. So go check it out. Go listen to it. It's on YouTube and it's on Apple Music. So go check it out. That's it, guys, from Miss K's Music Tips. It was a very long show, but I hope you enjoyed it. So, Tony, let's get into today's episode. I was trying
0: to prolong it, but we're here. We're here. <laughs> the journey has, has begun. begun.
1: <laughs> so we are beginning a new series. It's called Abuse and the Believer. It took us a while to we even get to this point. Yeah, honestly. we talked about it. Our team has talked about it, about doing this show, but we've been prolonging it and just putting other shows ahead of it because I know for me personally, it was kind of Scary to talk about. Yeah. Something you kinda of just like put in the back of your head and
0: you kind yeah. of forget
1: about. But it's going on. I think the pivot for this was a story that I heard of a young man who hmm, this is so sad. Okay, let me start. Well, so there was a little girl, she was about seven years old, and thank God for this remote learning thing, because only God would have known what would happen happened. Um so she was doing you know, schoolwork and the teacher told her and her classmates to take a break, turn your camera and your um, microphones off and then go on break and then you'll come back to class. However, the little girl forgot, emphasis on forgot because I don't think she forgot. I think she did it on purpose. She forgot to turn her camera off and her microphone off. And her teacher and classmates caught her elder... I don't know if it was her cousin or family friend or what. He was 18 years old and he proceeded to engage her in oral sex. Yeah. It was... It's extremely sad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not funny. At all. It's not. It's not. It's like... It's shocking. Yeah. And it, you can't help but thank God for the remote learning. I believe, honestly, that she been had been subjected to this for a while. So she found her opportunity to tell her story by turning on her camera, leaving her camera on in her microphone. I, that's how I feel. It could have been that it was a mistake and God let that happen so that the guy could be caught. Thank God he was caught um, and arrested. He's currently... Um, Detained? Detained. (laughs) He's currently detained. So, you know, we thank God for that. But we can only imagine the hurt that is going through this girl's mind, the abuse that she suffered, what she's going through in her mind, in her spirit. Her spirit is probably broken at this point because she's been exposed to these crazy things. However, this is just one of the many stories out there of abuse. This series is going to encompass different types of abuse, domestic abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, all different yes. types yes. of yes. abuse. <laughs> this subject is too serious to laugh, man.
0: Okay. I just want everybody to know the laughter is my coping mechanism. So like if I'm laughing, it's not because it's funny. Don't it's, cope because else. it's because it's <laughs> because I'm coping. <laughs> I mean, I don't think like I'm just I'm just saying it in general. You're not really
1: laughing. It's just like, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it's not really a laugh. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm yeah. not laughing. It's just like I get the seriousness of it, but I'm yeah, sure
0: I mean. yeah. That's, yeah, I'm like that too. That's me
1: all the time. Hey. Guys, your, my pastor just walked book? in. You look different. So, you look yeah. different. Oh. Turn, turn it. Turn it. Turn it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he does it better than me. <laughs> He looks very, very, dapper. very Very, dapper. very dapper. I'm like really trying to not. A, I'm like I know. Really trying to prolong it. I know. <laughs> I know. We're really, honestly. Let me be very frank with everyone. We're really having a hard time with this because, as a believer, or as even people in general, a just human beings. Human beings just hearing <laughs> and seeing or experiencing, or hearing. Let me say. A story of abuse. It's heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. And um, we just want to begin the series. It's just the two of us today where we want to begin the series with just like a definition of what abuse really is. How maybe if we have been affected by abuse in a way, we'll talk a little bit about it just to kind of prelude the actual series, which will have the upcoming guest, as you see on the flyer, Ashley Anderson, um, Dr. Ashley Anderson. And um, social worker Barbara Hyde, as well as my big sister, who has been through um, some kind of abuse, Mary Seattle. They're going to be coming onto the show to talk about it, but we just want to begin the series with just like a little prelude. So this show is not too long, ain't too short either.
0: <laughs> right, not funny.
1: Right, just right, as Ezra would say, just my right. nephew would say. So let's kind of, you know, get into it and then we'll move on. So... Abuse is defined... I'm going to look at my phone, guys. Abuse is defined as treating a person and or an animal with cruelty or violence, especially regularly or repeatedly. Hmm. That's the verb.
0: That's
1: interesting. A noun is the, improm- the the improper use of something or a cruel and violent treatment of a person or animal. Okay. There there are seven different forms of elder abuse and four different types of child abuse. So physical abuse is one for the elder, sexual abuse, emotional or psychological abuse, neglect, abandonment. Mm. I don't know, wow. I know that, that was abuse. Financial abuse. Hey, y'all abuse. <laughs> 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 and self neglect. Wow.
0: All right. We're really all abused then.
1: Yeah.
0: Self-neglect.
1: That's interesting. Yeah. I guess when you let yourself go so much that you kind of, mm, just like, yeah. Yeah, right? You know, the the Bible tells us that our bodies are temples. So obviously when we come to church and we see that there's trash on the floor, we pick it up, you know, because this place is consecrated for God. So our bodies are the same way. So if we make, if we neglect ourselves and start eating, oh, Deacon Samson said the same thing on his show, the mental health show. He was talking about how that could be a form of, cause I asked him one of the questions, like the funny questions that we asked him at the end of the shows, I asked him, um, have you ever been involved in like hurting yourself? And he, I was thinking like cutting yourself. And he was like, no he's been involved with letting himself go so much, not caring what goes into his body, that's a form of abuse and that's a form of neglect I assume so it makes sense that's interesting for kids, four types of abuse they are physical abuse as well sexual child abuse which includes rape molestation, child pornography (laughs) pornography which include rape yeah rape molestation child pornography neglect which includes physical neglect educational neglect and then lastly emotional abuse aka verbal mental or psychological abuse this is crazy Yeah,
0: I feel like now after you read all the definitions, just just like a lot more things popping up into Mm. my head that I I could think of. I'm thinking when you think abuse, you think well, I think like beating or like sexual abuse. It was like the first or mental abuse, like the first three things that come to mind. But I'm hearing things like financial abuse, Mm -hmm. self neglect, Mm -hmm. abandonment, Mm -hmm. educational abuse. Like there's just a lot of different forms, types of abuse. It's kind of just
1: like you just a lot to uncover. There is a lot to uncover. Um, Leonie, actually, when when we announced that we're gonna talk about abuse, she also wrote, sent to me, she was like, talk about self-abuse. And I guess that's exactly what this thing is talking about because that means you can abuse yourself, you yeah. know? So that's kind of scary to think about that. Maybe just me being like a to ago with my life or me being very like- lax. Yeah, about my life can be a form of abuse. So considering everything that we just read (laughs) or we just talked about, do you think you've either abused yourself or, or been abused? Oh, for sure. Mm. Care to speak? (laughs) I think it's just,
0: okay. I just think that there's just a lot of, you know, when you know something's happened, but you can't quite remember like what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those things where I feel like I've I know that I've I've been abused mm. or like have abused myself abuse myself for sure. because like I my okay let me let me let me start with self abuse because I think with myself um even now I kind of just am very lax about a lot of things I kind of just kind of you know let things happen I'm very whatever happens happens
1: yeah
0: I used to be very particular about how I you know like stuff I mean I still am but like I'm a lot more relaxed about it which not, is not necessarily good because now I'm kind of just like I don't really care about a lot of stuff when it comes to me and that includes like self like physically mentally um educationally especially with school mm-hmm. like when I'm when you're reading off the list lift, lift. <laughs> the list when you're reading off the list like education abuse like I feel like I abuse myself educationally because I kind of just like tell myself that I don't want to do work. Mm. And it's like, oh, you don't really have to do it. It's fine. Like, you know, and then I, you know, start getting these craze. And then it turns into, like, mental abuse. Like, oh, why didn't you do the work? now? Mm-hmm. because you're failing, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, it kind of bounces off each other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one form or two forms of abuse that I, you know, did to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's a start off kind of light. Right. Um, Which I don't think any form of abuse is light. But, like, this is on the lighter end of abuse because abuse can get really really you know big Mm -hmm. and sometimes involve the law yeah you you know stuff like that
1: so do you think that you know with what you're saying right now do you think that how do i say this self-abuse can be regulated better than if someone else was abusing the person i think it depends on the mindset the person
0: has true because if you're abusing yourself but you're telling yourself that things won't change mm-hmm. and you you keep telling yourself that then you really things really won't change right and so you know but somebody else you can go and tell somebody and this is well a lot of people don't tell other people but like at least with other people you can go to a different person and tell them all oh, this happens yep. yeah but when you're you know like self when you're abusing
1: yourself you kind of like you're in your head a lot
0: mm-hmm. you know so it's
1: kind of realize difficult. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Not But realize, do you think that maybe the person who is abusing themselves know? They, do they know that they're abusing themselves? I mean, they might not. Yeah. Because with the list that we read, like you were saying, a lot of things are popping up. For me, yeah. too. A lot of things are popping up. And I'm just like, oh, okay. You know? Yeah. So, okay. So, which one would be more regulated? The external abuse or internal abuse? It's a integral question. <laughs> Why'd you the camera like that? I don't know. I don't
0: know. I think they, I think they can be equally regulated, but mm. I think it's just, again, depending on who the person is. Right. Or, like, what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's something like education, educational abuse, like, oh, just, you know, you can talk to, like, an advisor, and, you know, oh, I need help with this, this, and that. What if it's, like, something more, like, something like sexual abuse sometimes a lot of people who are sexually abused and really talk about stuff like that Mm -hmm. until much much later in their life because they from what i've read um they don't think people will believe them yeah you know they don't think like it's mostly their family members like close friends people are like oh but that's your you know your family member i think i actually took a class i think it's a psych class something like that where like the most the people who are sexually abused the people who abuse them are their close friend their close family members the mm. most like the biggest demographic of abusers in the sexual range and so like you know and you tell your family it's like oh well that's your uncle or that's your aunt or that's your brother you know they can't really do that and then they kind of like from there it's like they kind of take it all in now because mm-hmm. nobody believes you mm-hmm. so i think i don't know if that answers the question but
1: <laughs> right i guess
0: i don't know depends on what kind of abuse it is and who the person is is my answer mm. at least for
1: now i agree wholeheartedly, I totally agree. Especially so what you were saying in the last part. Um, hmm. for me, it's kind of hard to talk about because um, this sh- I was I won't say this show is mainstream, but a lot of people watch the show and um, or listen to the show. So but then it's also our job to be as vulnerable as we can on the show. So I know for me with what you're saying with the sexual abuse thing, actually maybe I should I should be a little less reserved because I've talked about this before <laughs> but it's still kind of I think with the light of how the show is going it's still kind of hard to say um I know for me what you're saying that it was, it's kind of hard to talk about especially you think that your family members may not believe you when I was I'll say maybe eight or nine I was um I won't Okay, let's define sexual abuse first before we we get into this. So sexual abuse is also referred to as molestation. It's abusive sexual behavior by one person upon another. It's often perpetrated using force or by taking advantage of another. When force is immediate, of, of short duration, or infrequent, it's called sexual assault. The offender is referred to as a sexual abuser or a molester. This term also covers any behavior by an adult or older adolescent towards a child to stimulate any of the involved sexually. This is exactly what the young man was doing to the seven-year-old girl. So yeah, he did not physically penetrate her for him to be sleeping with her, but he was exposing her innocent young mind to sex. That's sexual abuse. Sorry. The use of a child or other individuals younger than the age of consent for sexual stimulation is referred to as child sexual abuse or statutory rape. So forms of sexual abuse, like we said, molestation, touching little girl. Like, oh God, this is this is really uncomfortable for me to say on the show. I'm so sorry, guys, but it's real. It is real. It's real. And people are going through this. Um, sex trafficking is a real thing. We will be talking more in depth about all of these forms of abuse. But for me, I know that I, when I was younger, I was molested by an elder family member. And at the age of nine, I knew that what he was doing was not right. So I didn't tell my family until I turned like 17. So that's what, eight years of keeping it to myself. Kept it to myself. Finally, when I did tell, you know, my family, everybody was like, why didn't you say anything? But in my mind, I didn't want to break up the the man who was touching me inappropriately, the man who was telling me certain things and doing certain things to me. He was a family member and he was married. I didn't at the at that young age, I did not want to break up his marriage. So that's it, that goes right back to what you're saying that the person who is the victim of abuse has such good intentions that they don't want to hurt anybody else by telling someone that they're hurt so then it becomes a big deal these things are seed sown the enemy capitalizes on them and opens so many doors in our lives when these seeds are sown so how did so i have two questions how okay. did that make you feel in
0: the moment and how did telling your family make you feel
1: In the moment, let me be actually very honest. Oh, God. Let me be very honest. Um, In the moment, the first time, I was shocked. Like, I was so naive about, still am kind of naive with certain things. Because, you know, (laughs) I've never done it before. But, like, okay. So, (laughs) So, his wife went to work with their daughter. And um, I was spending my summer with them, so uh-huh. I um, always wanted to go to the pool all the time. So we used to go when everybody was home together. But then, because it was just him and me at home, and the lady and her da- their daughter went. She she would take their daughter to day- daycare, and she would go to work. So it was just him and I at home. And I was like, oh, I want to go to the pool. So there was a pool in their complex. So he took me to the pool. This is the first time it happened. So he took me to the pool. And he was pretty much holding on to me because I I wasn't a a swimmer yet. I learned that somehow. (laughs) It varies. (laughs) In a pool, I'm a swimmer. At the beach, no. (laughs)
0: It's too much water. It's too much water.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. But yeah. And my family witches are not cool like that. I'll be standing knee, knee deep, and then they'll take me away. <laughs> Just wait. <playing. laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. Trying to lighten the mood here. Yes, yeah,
1: please, because this is hard to talk about. Um. Hmm. So, yeah, I didn't know how to swim. I was taught that summer, though. I was taught that summer. Um, I didn't know how to swim, so he, he would carry me in the pool. So, I remember he was holding on to me, and I felt something hard on my crotch. So my initial was like, oh, uncle. Well, he was my uncle. I can't say his name. Um. Oh, brother, brother. I feel something hard on my. <laughs> oh, It's cut. hard. To, yeah. <laughs> I feel something hard on my thigh. He's like, don't worry about it. Okay. I don't see anything. I still feel it. I don't say anything. So second time, again, in the pool. Third time, we were at home. Again, his wife was not there. Their daughter was not there. Um, And I was laying on the bed. He came and he said he wanted to talk to me about something. And I was upset about I don't remember what I was upset about. I was upset about something. He said he was talking to me whatever. So he was like, I should come give him a hug. So I got up on the bed and I was like standing I was short enough that standing on the bed reached him the same height the same height we're the same height let me say so when I hugged him I felt the same feeling that I felt this time not on my crotch but like my leg so I don't look down I don't know why I didn't look down but I was like oh brother I feel the same (laughs) the same thing I felt in the pool (laughs) And he's like, Oh, don't worry about it. Same thing. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. Whatever. But to be very honest, let me tell you, it did something to me in the sense that I didn't know what that was, but I wanted to always feel it. I wanted to feel that feeling. Like, I didn't know, I didn't, at the time, I didn't know that it was his manhood, but I liked the feel. I don't know why, I, 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 but I did. So I remember one time that one he was laying in bed he was sleeping and I left my room the room I was staying in to go to his room and I laid in front of him like he was sleeping like sideways that when I laid in front of him like spooning kind of mm-hmm. and then he I remember he took my my hair at the time I had out uh, my, my hair was permed. So I remember he took my hair behind my ears and he was like talking in my ear and he was like you know you're too young for sex right and I'm like was that? Like, this is, this is, you're speaking to someone who is totally naive. I don't know what, very oblivious, like, to what, I don't know what he's talking about. But my, I guess my physiological self or my, my body liked what was going on, but I didn't know what was going on. So when he said that, he said, you know, you're too young for sex, right? And I was like, yeah, I didn't know what he's talking about. It was that. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, Okay. I felt it again. I I guess I was comforted. And then I slept. He slept as well. After that, thank God. He never touched me again, never did anything. But it did sow a seed in me sexually. You know, so, and that's what we want to talk about on the show. So um, answering your question, how did I feel? I was shocked, I was scared, and then I started to like it. So that's in the moment. The time that I told my family was a time that I realized that a seed had been sown in me that wanted me to explore sexually. I was sexually heightened all the time. Watching a show will turn me on. Listening to music will turn me on. A guy just doing this will turn me on. And it was like around 14, 15, 16, I started to Feel that. So when I started getting closer to God, because I gave my life to Christ around that time, I gave my life to Christ at twelve. I started experiencing Him around that time. So I realized that no, this is not, not good. (laughs) This is not cool. So I remember then I went to my um, our general overseer, who was my pastor then, because I was living in in New York, and he he pretty much walked me. He's a deliverance minister, by the way. God bless you so much. If you're listening or watching, I love you so much. Thank you so much. Um, And I thank God for you, let me say. So he asked me questions. Like, oh, he was very detailed with his questions. And I was (laughs) was like, yo. (laughs) So I told him what happened. I told him this is what I went through. He was like, first thing, you got to tell your family. Because he asked me, does anyone know? I'm like, you're the first person I'm telling. And I told no one, no one. So I was like, the first person I'm telling Then he asked me questions like, you know, when you, do you touch yourself? And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) He's like, do you, he was talking about masturbation, but mind you, I'm so naive about these things that I don't know what he's talking about. So he's like, do you touch yourself? And I'm like, no, he's like, you don't. And I'm like, well, when I'm taking a shower, you know, like, (laughs) oh my." (laughs) that's what I said. I was like, well, when I'm taking a shower, you know, I, I wash and he was like, besides that, or even in the shower, do you do other stuff? And I'm like, no, I just wash, wash, move, move, move on. And he was like, okay, so you know, at least you're not doing that. But first step, before you know, we pray or before anything is done, you have to tell your family. So that was the, that was that was the task. So I had to tell my mom. My mom, I remember telling my mom. My mom was so sad. She was so sad. She she kept apologizing. She was like, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. I was like. It's not your fault, it's not your fault. Um, And then she was like, we have to tell your dad. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't know how. So it took a while, but I told my dad and when I told my dad, he was angry. I've never seen, oh God, never seen my dad so angry. My dad was angry because they were close to this man. And he was like, How dare he, how dare he, you know, touch my daughter like like, you know, like he was. So at this moment, I'm letting them deal with your feelings because I'm still dealing with my feelings about this thing. So um, thank God, to cut a long story short, Bishop took me through three days of dry fasting and deliverance. And we um we prayed. I remember the last day stuff happened, which made me realize that um I was free. But, you know, the word of God tells us that when someone is delivered of a spirit, you have to occupy that place. They go and they search, they go and they do whatever they do. They come back to see if their home is still vacant or occupied. If it's occupied, they leave. If it's vacant, they come back with seven stronger spirits and come stay. So when I tell you that this has been a really long journey for me because after deliverance session, I did not fully allow myself to be overtaken or overcome by the Spirit of God. I did not fill my life with the word of God. I did not fill my life with, you know, prayer and all that stuff. So things it, you know, things started up again. And then I, got, I found myself involved in relationships, abusive relationships, which we will talk about not today, because that's whatever. That's a whole different show. Whole different genre. Yeah, but. I'm saying all of this to let you know how important and how trivial this thing is. Just one, one instance of abuse, any kind of abuse can damage a person's life totally. And we want that to uh, translate, I guess, through the show. We want you to understand the the... The risks of like this the risks the signs um how to deal with it the effects the long-lasting effects of abuse on someone and as a believer how, the advantage that we have that God is on our side and how God is going to deliver us from any kind of entanglement we find ourselves in due to abuse so she asked me two questions and I took like 28 minutes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> like 14.. <laughs> 15. But yeah so that's that's what for me that's what happened to me and um you know at the, it's a testimony now because I'm not who I was I guess I'm not who it sh- so was supposed to make me be thank God for grace thank God for favor thank God for salvation because no, no, God no, is good no, and then again Yeah, but that's pretty much, like I keep saying, that's what we want to talk about with the show. We have a social worker coming onto the show to come and talk to us about what she's seen, what she has experienced. We also have a nurse practitioner coming onto the show to talk to us about mental health, mental abuse, and also what these different types of abuse can do to our mental health. And then we have someone also coming on to share her experience as well. So that's pretty much... She wants me to talk a little bit. <laughs> <the whole time. laughs> no, but honestly, I think it's just,
0: I honestly can't wait for the rest of the series um, to be recorded. Even, you know, it's even, thank you for sharing your own experience. I know how difficult that was. The amount of time she had to stop. But it's good sharing, getting your yeah. feelings out. Mm-hmm. You know, once it's out in the world, you know, you feel it's not harbored anymore. No, in yourself, no, so feel I'm better. him.
1: Yeah, I saw him in Ghana last year. He came to our house and funny enough, he made a joke and then I dissed him. Like it it was so random. Like, (laughs) so he's short, right? Oh, yeah, I know. It's
0: okay.
1: (laughs) He's short. So when I saw him, he was like, oh, hey, Karen. I was like, hey, because I hadn't seen him in so many years that everything actually came rushing back. So when it did, I, I literally like brushed it off. I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's whatever. So then he was like, he saw my niece, um, Kezia. And he said, oh my God, Kezia, you guys are so tall. You're taller than me. And then like literally out of nowhere, I was like, everybody's taller than you. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> no Hello? Like it was so, re- like, like literally he said, and I'm not like that. I'm not witty like that. My brother and um, sister, Kea and my sister, they're witty like that. I'm not witty. I don't I don't make jokes. I'm not funny. So she lying. I'm not funny. She lying. Continue. <laughs> I don't think I'm funny. That's better. Because we think she's funny. <laughs> I'm not I funny. think she's funny. Okay. <laughs> so yo, so random. Like he just he was like, oh Kayla, you guys, are so like you're you oh my god, you're taller than me. I was like, well, everybody's taller than you though. And then he was like, and then he laughed. And then I laughed. That was it. You know, so I, I've forgiven him. I've forgiven myself for um, letting myself. I mean, now I know it's a physical thing, but at the time, like, I, I, I was like, wow, it's like I wanted it too, even though I knew what he was doing. Now, like, I, I realized what he was doing was wrong, but it, it makes me feel some type of way that I liked. It, at a it point, it wasn't your fault. It wasn't really, my fault. It's
0: really a developmental thing,
1: like it's mental, Like it's true because I do hear abuse victims that just stay because it's like there's a little part of them that's like, "Oh, he still loves me," or um, it's like a sense of
0: comfort, but the comfort is wrong.
1: Yes, yes, it's like the wrong type. It's
0: like exactly what I just said. Actually, yeah. Try to fix what I said because I said what I said and I meant what I said. No, but yeah, I I I like it is. Mm-hmm. There's like a sense of comfort there, but like the comfort is just the
1: wrong sense. It's true. It's the wrong sense. Of comfort. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. That's the best. You just said it. You just like hit the nail on its head. Like, hmm. so it, I it it did bother me that I felt that way. That I liked what was going on, especially when I knew that it was wrong. But, you know, thank God, for like I keep saying, thank God for deliverance and for salvation and for peace and thank Jesus for peace. Because I don't think about it anymore like I used to. I used to think about it all the time. I don't think about it anymore. Um, it, it It doesn't cross my mind at all. If it wasn't for this subject, I probably would not be talking about it <laughs> at all. But this is just to say, as well, I keep going back and forth with this, that this is just to say that. Someone out there might be going through exactly what I went through or a variation of it. Someone might be going through domestic abuse where spart- their their spartner. their partner, spouse or their partner may be beating them, but they're going back to them every day. Someone might be going through something where a teacher or an authority figure in their life is constantly spewing evil words and bad thoughts to them that is like it- It, it clots cla-
0: their thinking.
1: Yes. So these are different, different, different forms of abuse. And that's what we want to talk to you about with this series. So stay tuned for this series. I'm also very excited. I'm very excited about the panel that we have, them coming on to talk to us about their experiences, them coming on to tell us the the spiritual thing, the spiritual aspects about it, the physical aspects about it. That's why it's called Abuse in the Believer. We're going to be talking about how as believers we can um, not find ourselves in situations like this. And even if we are in situations like this, how can we use the word of God and how can we apply our faith to get ourselves in out of situations like this? So I am excited.
0: I'm excited too. Sounds to be talking. <laughs> I can go listen to other experiences. It won't be as awkward for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess that's that's pretty that's much it for, today. for today's um this is the prelude of the series, or it's like the pilot or introduction introduction yeah. of the abuse series. I'm really excited. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to have Barbara Hyde on. Who's who? She is the social worker in our midst, and she's going to be coming on to talk about her experience as well as I'll be asking her some questions if um, she's experienced. Um, or if she has dealt with people who have been victims of abuse in her field. So I really can't wait for that. So stay tuned for that. We really, really can't wait. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Journey podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope that you've taken some gems and I hope that you actually do a little bit of research on what abuse is and come with questions. Make sure you ask those questions in the comments on next week's show. They will be addressed. If you you don't have access to YouTube and you're listening, check out our website and make sure you comment there. Ask, ask, ask away. Ask all your questions away. If you have our numbers, text us. (laughs) But we really, really want to hear... What you've if you have a story if you have a testimony please share it we will share it for you if you're comfortable um, if you have questions like I said just ask away and we will address those questions on the show but before we end today's show we do have an announcement but before we give that announcement we want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Nigeria so as we know there is. I don't even know what's going on. Like it's just so much. There's a lot. It's away. a lot that's going on over there. And you know, I'm Ghanian. You're Benin and Togo, so we're
0: literally neighbors. Yeah, All literally of us are neighbors.
1: Yeah, and I think just Africa as a total, we are we're brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. So this affects us as much as it affects Nigerians. Um, so for those of us that don't know what's going on, which is kind of hard to believe. But for those of us that don't know what is going on, there is, okay, there's a hashtag going on. It says, end SARS. So SARS is the special anti-robbery squad. It was a unit of police officers that was created by the government to stop, rob, like people who, like thugs pretty much, like they are out patrolling the streets at night or whatever form of whatever time of day it is, they patrol and then they make sure that people who are not supposed to be on the streets are not. However, I guess-
0: It's just been out of control. Abuse
1: of power. Abuse of power. Abuse of power and they started killing innocent people. Even now, they, they're people that are protesting. um, They're killing them. They're trying to look for them. There's a video, there's a lot of videos out there. like one hand on one hand social media can be a tool that messes things up but on the other hand thank God for it because it shows us what's really going on I saw a video of a lady who was out, like in her apartment she was taking a video and a man was like a man was laying on the ground and there was a bunch of police officers and people with guns around him and then one of them said finish him
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the guy kicked him and then killed the dude right on camera killed the dude another instance something happened in lecky um last tuesday they're calling it black tuesday where the police people whoever it was they turned off all the street lights turned off all the cameras and then killed like you they shot at people like, like we're killing massacre. people it, it was a massacre you know this is it's so crazy how this thing is going on now in a place of like a place like Nigeria that, that place is like peaceful. Everybody likes to go there for vacation. It's like Ghana. Yeah. You know? So it it, it it hurts that this thing is going on there. And our thoughts and prayers are with anybody and everybody who is affected by what's going on. We just gotta pray. Yeah. Jesus is coming. These are all signs that show that he's coming. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's it's too much it's too much. So like we said, our thoughts and prayers are going out to all the Nigerians back home in Nigeria, all the Nigerians here in America, because you may have family back home and you may not know, they may not know what's going on with their family members. So they can also be in a state of panic, in a state of agony, not knowing what's actually really going on. So we are praying with you. We are praying for you. We ask God to give you peace in this really tumultuous time. We know that jesus is our prince of peace and we ask that he gives you peace you have anything to say about it i don't this 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 has affected a lot of africans
0: yeah i just i don't even have anything to say it's just very disheartening it's just africa is bleeding africa is bleeding that's what i've seen a lot also africa is bleeding and it's very (laughs) you never you never think something like that would happen in nigeria (laughs) not at all Now. Like in any African country,
1: like not you at know. all, because and then not even like you know, like you're saying, any it's not like someone from outside is coming to do it to you, it's your it's own people. people that are killing you. Like, it's it's sad, but we're praying, you know, God is. God is still there. God, he's not God dead. Is still God, he's not going. Anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He sees all. He knows all, and he knows how this thing is going to end. So, we're praying with you. Whoever is affected by this, we're praying with you. Thank you for listening to the Journey Podcast. We are. We have another announcement. So, the journey's traveling. Oops. <laughs> So by God's grace, we will be taking the journey overseas. We are going to Ghana. Woo. So you will not be seeing this beautiful setup anymore, but you will be hearing, we have actually, we really we have a lot of people in Ghana lined up to be on the show. A lot of people. A lot of people. So a lot of people are about going to be on the show. You're going to hear the cock crowing while we are, <laughs> while, while we're, while we're recording, recording. you're going to be like, what's up everybody? <laughs> but like, yeah, that was a really corny joke. But anyway,
0: okay. we still love you.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so we will be taking the journey to Ghana. So uh, we we want to say this because just in case there are some weeks that is just audio or there's no video or we don't do a show, that's why. <laughs> Working
0: out technical difficulties.
1: Yes, you know Ghana is not that great with internet and equipment and all that stuff so we are trying i am excited i believe it will be great it'll be really really great it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun a lot of good episodes coming up yes (laughs) for sure so yeah so that was the announcement that the journey is going overseas we're really excited about that so That's it, I guess, for today's episode, right? Thank you so much for listening to The Journey Podcast and watching The Journey Podcast. Make sure you continue to subscribe. Make sure you continue to follow us on this journey. If you want to stay tuned or if you want to stay connected with The Journey, make sure you follow our Instagram page at Journey underscore podcast. Like our Facebook page, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sion. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Journey Podcast with Karen Sien, as well as subscribing on all streaming platforms. So on that note, remember, the fastest runner doesn't always win the race. The strongest word doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. Those who are educated don't always live successful lives. It's all decided by God through times and seasons. We love you all. God God bless you you all. Stay safe, stay stay blessed, blessed, and have a wonderful week. This is called
0: The Journey.